Well, hello and welcome to another week of Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Women Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 22nd of January 2021. And they include the magical new Netflix series Fate, The Winks Saga and Kiwi comedy Baby Dumb. And we'll also um, be looking at Amazon Prime Chiller, The Rental, and sci-fi animation Star Trek Below Decks, also on Prime. But first, Ian, tell me, what's in the news? What is in the news? (laughs) Well, (laughs) Apple TV have a six-part drama called The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, and that will star Samuel L. Jackson as a dementia-stricken man who's given the chance to temporarily regain his memory and investigate his nephew's death. Anything caught your eye, Hannah, that we should look out for? Um, Also, Unforgivable, which is on Dave, um, and that's Mel Gidroik. I apologise if I haven't uh, pronounced her name correctly, but um, lots of celebrities on this, including Jennifer Saunders and Claire Balding, um, and they confess their most outrageously bad behaviour in this, which uh, hopefully is pretty bad. Sounds good. Well, uh, quite a lot on this week. The first new series that we're going to look at is Fate, the Winx Saga, which is a six-part Netflix series, um, which I think is going to appeal to Harry Potter fans. Now, we don't have a clip for this one because the trailer is pretty much uh, just a song with some visuals, so not ideal for podcasting. But never mind. It's about trainee fairies. Now, don't switch off at that point. <laughs> I'm not. I'm listening more. <laughs> oh, OK. Um, so, yeah, they study at a, this magical boarding school. Sounds a bit like Hogwarts, I know. Yeah, and the, the main character is Bloom, played by Abigail Cowan, who discovers that she has these magical powers and she gets, gets sent off to this school to sort of master her powers. She befriends these fellow students who are also fairies. So there's Stella, who's a light fairy. There's Aisha, who's a water fairy. I mean, you don't really need to worry about all of this. You'll get the gist. But yeah, it's (laughs) about her sort of learning to control her power. She can kind of create fire out of her hands. Um, And also, of course, there's the romantic element because at the boarding school as well, there are all these young, hunky guys. So it's a sort of young adult series, really. It features a couple of names you will know. You've got Eve Best plays the headmistress and Robert James Collier plays the specialist headmaster. The specialists are these people who don't have magical powers, but they're trained in combat and swordplay and that kind of thing. I watched the. This is based on an Italian animation, would you believe? And I watched a little clip of that. You can search for it online. And I thought, how on earth are they going <laughs> to... They're going to transform this into a popular live-action series. Well, they have. I didn't think it was for me at all when I, when I read the description. But episode one is great. So you start off, you discover the backstory of Bloom and how she finds out about her powers. Um, because their powers are very much linked to their emotions, being teenagers. And she arrives at the school and it's all about kind of dealing with bullying or low self-esteem making friends first love all of those things but with the magical element as well so 
Is this one for you, Hannah? And is it one for your family, do you think? Well, I think it's probably, yeah, I think it probably is. Although it's sort of, it, it kind of, it's quite different to what you think of it, you know, initially, don't you? When you think, oh, you know, this is kind of like a, it is like Harry Potter, but it does take you into, and I suppose in the same way Harry Potter does, actually, it's sort of, oh, it is older. So it's not just kind of very Disney-like at all. Um, Agreed, it's yeah. a completely different thing. And so, yeah, I, th- I think it is. Uh, but I do... It's quite un- unusual, I think. I'm not. I'm not sure it's going to have quite the same um, strike through as something like Harry Potter does. But it, but it is good, and it is something that um, I liked from the very off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and with fairies in. And you're right. I suppose it, it does chime a bit more with the very end of the Harry Potter franchise, where yeah. there is, you know, that that they're. they're they're older, they're falling in love, that kind of thing. But um, Yeah, and it has sort of those areas where, I mean, Harry Potter can be quite dark in places, obviously, anyway, but this kind of has that, it does have that older feel, but quicker, I think. Yeah, and it's got these, they sort of, they, they live in a, almost like a parallel universe, but you can cross over into our world, and there mm. are these weird sort of monsters called I think they're called the burned who you catch glimpses of and they're very dangerous and so all, all of this is going to unfold as the series continues but I mean I expect this to, to, to last for quite a few series and, and who knows we may even see some uh, some film spin-offs yeah that would be good definitely Okay, well, over on your favourite uh, streaming platform, <laughs> Amazon Prime, uh, there's a, a new film out this week. Tell us more, Hannah. It is. It's called The Rental. Um, and this is about a stalker. So it's a, it's a horror film. So for any of you um, lovers of horror um, films, this is definitely one for you um and it's a stalker terrorizes a group of holidaymakers um it stars Alison Brie which you'll you'll know from Glow and Legion's Dan Stevens and they play a married couple caught up in a kind of terrifying weekend away um and it's it's pretty I, I, it's a funny time of year for a horror movie in a way I always think I always kind of sit and watch horror movies around Halloween but I guess in January um, if you like horror you like horror and it starts it's, it's very action-packed let's have a listen and then, then we can carry on chatting about it Charlie tell me that's not a camera get through the night we leave first thing in the morning What's going on? I, I don't know. So it starts with um, this US businessman, Charlie, um, booking a, a kind of luxurious Airbnb-style property um, on the Pacific coast um, kind of to celebrate the successes at work. And his wife joins him, Michelle Brie, Um as well as his brother Josh and Josh's girlfriend Mina, um, and she's actually Charlie's business partner. But they, the the weekend, which is supposed to be sort of very refreshing and a bit of a tonic for them, kind of to hike, drink, well, take drugs occasionally if they wish to. Um, but as the group arrive, um, the fog-covered cliff-top house um, is pretty spooky in itself, and they they quickly meet a menacing caretaker called Taylor and that's where it all begins I, I I I need to be in a certain place to watch a horror film I don't I don't know what you think Ian well it's just an example of how we're moving with the times horror movies have caught up with uh, the Airbnb generation <laughs> yeah so, 
Yeah, I, I actually, I mean, I, I do enjoy films like this, like Cabin in the Woods and so on, where a group of youngsters uh, get away together. And of course, as soon as they start indulging in any sexual or other bad behaviour, of course, you know bad things mm. are going to happen. So I love Alison Brie, who, as you said, in Glow, she is Ruth Wilder. Um, she's fantastic. And uh, the director of this... Um, is actually her other half, Dave Franco. And I don't know if you saw The Disaster Artist, which is a brilliant film, which is actually on Netflix. And it's it's based on a true story about this guy who funded this notoriously awful film called The Room. Um, and it's the, the story of that. It's a bit like the kind of Ed Wood type, you know, movie that's so bad it's good. Um, so, yeah, he, he directs this. It's quite creepy, those ideas. You know, I often think that if you go away, it's quite the idea that someone set cameras up all over the house because that's basically how they stalk them. So somebody's watching them because, you know, there's cameras absolutely everywhere. And it is, it is creepy. It's the kind of thing that you walk around the house on. I mean, there shouldn't have been anyone in my house to put cameras up. But, you know, you kind of think, oh, God, if I go away, there are going to be cameras in the house. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Yeah, so I think I think this is this is a great one for horror fans. And also, if you haven't watched Glow yet, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't have, it stands for. Um, I was I can never remember whether it's glamorous ladies of wrestling or gorgeous ladies of wrestling. It's on Netflix. It's a brilliant series. So watch it. Okay, uh, now the next thing we're going to be looking at this week is an animation. Um, it's called. Star Trek Lower Decks. It's also on Amazon Prime. And here's a clip. Captain's Log. Stardate 57436.2. First contact is a delicate, high-stakes operation of diplomacy. One must be ready for anything. <gasps> Are you pretending to do a captain's log? <laughs> We're all supposed to keep logs. Okay, let me listen to it. No, go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm of the, uh, ashamed to say, Hannah, I'm of the generation, I remember the very first, the original Star Trek being shown on British TV for the first time when I was just a young lad. Um, anyway, so this is an animated spin-off, obviously they've done the kind of animated thing with the Star World of Star Wars, and I thought, well, that's, I thought, that's nice, they've done an animated version of Star Trek for the youngsters, but of course, within the first few seconds, of episode one, someone is is drunk and attacking someone else with a bladed weapon. So I quickly realised this isn't for children. It's 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 aimed at an adult audience, and the idea reminded me slightly of one of my favourite sci-fi comedies, Red Dwarf. In that, it's about it's not about the people on the bridge, the heroes, you know, the the, the real the, the scientists. It's about kind of the people who repair the vending machines, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it does have some voice cameos from actors who have been in the Star Trek series. Uh, and they include uh, Jonathan Frakes, who is actually playing his character, Will Riker, from Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, do, do you watch much animation that is aimed at grown-ups Hannah is that your kind of thing and would you watch this 
<laughs> do you need to ask me that question, Ian? Um, no, I don't really, to be honest. I, so, you know, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not completely into this, but I, I mean, I get how. No, I, I get it, and I get why people like it. But it, no, it's not. It's not specifically for me. I would. I, I, <laughs> I prefer the Disney animations. Well, put it that I, way. I, I mean, I recently became addicted to Archer, which I think is which we've mentioned before, which is a wonderful, very dark. Uh, sort of spy animation on Netflix and also I'm always re- recommending it but for a, for a really brainy really funny sci-fi style animation you should look no further than Rick and Morty also on Netflix but yeah I thought this was fun mm. if you are into Star Trek I thought it was a quite a nice take next up we have a movie which I think might be a bit more your cup of tea Hannah Tell us about Baby Done. So stereotyped, aren't I? It's terrible. Baby Done. Um, Let's have a listen to a clip and then we'll have a chat about it. Oh, my God. Let's make a list of the wildest things we need to do before the baby comes. I can't let you climb. I can do anything pregnant. Would you join me for the craziest night of your life? Hi, Tim. How are you? Uh, Yeah. You've got mental, Zoe. One of us has to get ready. Aren't you a bit tired of just being so responsible? Okay, so Baby Done is set in New Zealand and it's um, pretty beautiful scenery actually in itself, but it's it's very, very lighthearted um, and a lot of fun. So kind of we've talked about some more hardcore stuff going on previously, particularly with the, uh, the horror movie. This is not that. Um, so essentially the story is about a guy and a girl um, and they find out they're having a baby. Now, it wasn't on... It wasn't planned. It wasn't on the cards. It, they, they resolve uh, not to let parenthood change them, um, as does every couple, I'd imagine, when they when they first find out. Nope, we're going to carry on as normal. Everything's going to be the same. Um, you know, they have like a... They fell trees, and she's up the trees with him, and he's like... So soon they realise doesn't that doesn't really kind of work. But... Tim, who's the father, he kind of really embraces the idea of being a dad. Um, and you see him going to the kind of prenatal uh, meetings and he's sitting there and she just doesn't turn up. And she kind of runs away from the idea of being a mum. And she's scared that her life won't be her own anymore. I think it's some real, very true emotions. And she's kind of determined to, to tick off her list all the things that she wants to do but before the baby arrives because um, she thinks the baby will stop her from doing absolutely everything. I mean, We all know it might sort of put the brakes on it for a bit but it certainly doesn't stop everything and she kind of She's, she's in denial really um, about, about the impending birth and she's getting bigger and you see it's a nice story because you see the real emotion that a couple that are very together go through and how it's driving such a huge wedge between them and she's she becomes quite childlike, and I think she thinks that she's not even capable of having this child, if you like. And how on earth can she cope? And um, yeah, it's it's very it is quite lighthearted, but actually touches on some quite key messaging. I think it's, I'm not sure if it's one for you, Ian. I didn't really think I was going to like it. The the only time I'd come across Rose Matafeo, who is the star of this, uh, well, one of the two stars, she plays Zoe. She was on a series of Taskmaster when I was binge watching all of the series that were shown on Dave of course it's on Channel mm. 4 now and coming back later this year with a new series and she was great on that and she is fantastic in this she's she's so charming she's she's so she's such a huge personality in this and I think she just puts it across brilliantly um, and it's produced by this guy Taika 
Waititi, who um, he's made a few Kiwi films. He co-directed mm. the brilliant What We Do in the Shadows, which is about you know the vampire and the werewolf and so on, all living together. He also was responsible for Hunt for the Wilder People, which was a lovely film. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really sweet. Uh, it slightly reminded... I don't want to be kind of banging everything from down under get mm. together, but the vibe of it and her performance reminded me a little bit of Toni Collette in Muriel's Wedding. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, she's a really big character in this. She really absolutely makes it, doesn't she? She's fantastic. And there's a really, really mm. funny moment, uh, which I don't want to give away what happens, but it involves bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah, that is a funny <laughs> okay. moment. We've got to that time, Hannah, where I'd like to ask you what you've been binge watching. So please reveal all. So amongst the homeschooling and working, I'm continuing to make sure that I sit down and watch things to let my brain relax. And I'm watching, uh, well, I'm getting very on the last episode of Bridgerton now. Um, so it's it's really raunchy, isn't it? It's like soft porn. OK, well, I've been uh, in need of light relief, like I think everyone is. I've been watching... Um, the American version of The Office, uh, which, of course, was the Ricky Gervais series that started on British TV. And I think it's it stars um, Steve Carell. And I think it's the greatest example of a British show being transplant, transplanted to America and being just as good. All of that is on Netflix. You can you can watch that to your heart's content. Um, also, to cheer you up, I've been watching... Um, on Channel 4, Junior Bake Off. What a joy. What a joy. Harry Hill is hilarious in it. But the Yeah, ki- isn't he? And he just oh, gets the kids. The kids He's just, so just brilliant. Sweet, aren't they? So, yeah, that's, that is really mm. uplifting piece of TV. Now, we've just You're got right. time to look at what's coming up next week. So, on Amazon Prime, The Great Escapists, Richard Hammond, of course, from The Grand Tour, he and a friend will be using his engineering skills to try to escape from a Pacific island. Mm, yep. That sounds like what fun. What else is coming up? Um, we've also got Palmer on Apple TV. Um, this stars Justin Timberlake, um, no less. And he's playing an ex-con who returns to his hometown and forms an unlikely friendship with a young boy who is a target for bullies. So lots of okay. news around Justin Timberlake because he kept his uh, most recent child uh, a secret, didn't he? We didn't know. This is why we get you on here, because you, <laughs> you know about this stuff. <laughs> All I he's full for something. Was, well, he's actually a pretty talented actor, isn't he? Because, of course, he was in The Social Network and uh, got plaudits yeah, for his role Yeah, he is that. good, I agree. OK, well, I'm looking forward to watching that one. Uh, however, in the meantime... Keep watching! watching. 